Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, it'd be hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this joint go, this joint go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the Top Shop Show. With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt. Not melt. About to take you on a ride like you never felt. Never, Up and down, real smooth like a carousel. <laughs> Moving in our own lane, no parallel. parallel. Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health. Yeah. If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a hell. Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else. Everything else. It's on a podcast. What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? We thank you as always for tuning in to Sleep, the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast, presented to you by the Away Team, and coming to you live and local from the top shelf. This is episode number four, and I go by the name of Mike on the mic. I bring the light, insight, and no hype. And if you get most sleep in your life, it just might help you get yourself right. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S L E E P I S, the number four Y O U. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U. And be on the lookout for new episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Subscribe, like, leave comments, share, and all that good stuff. And joining me in the studio, as always, is Taylor. Yo, what's going on, everybody? What's good? What's good? Taylor, how you feeling today? Feeling good. I'm feeling blessed. I'm always feeling good. Good, good. That's beautiful. I'm feeling the same way. All right, now. That's what's up. So before we get into everything, just real quick, uh, in episode three, if you were listening, I had a, a quick plug in the beginning for performance auto sales. So if anybody out there has a uh, used Subaru or you uh, have issues with your Subaru, you need to get it fixed. Or if you're looking for a used Subaru, they're really good cars. Hit up performance auto sales on 1111 Eastern Road. It's in Abington, PA. If you happen to be in the area up at the mall or something like that, you can definitely stop through. Talk to my man Vahid and he'll take care of you. Solid gold. So real quick, before we get into everything, I'm going to get into a quick story I just want to share with y'all. We had story time last week, so we'll do it again this week. Okay. So I don't typically get down with fast food, at least not regularly. I do. And I'm definitely not the dude <laughs> who, <laughs> who's going to just grab something because I saw it on the commercial, you know, advertising for it. I, I, I do. However, comma. And the comma is important. We got to keep that in there because punctuation is very important. On Thursday, they got me. Okay. I tried the Impossible Whopper. Oh, the um, <laughs> the Whopper <laughs> that's not supposed to be beef. Yeah, the John that's not made of beef, man. Almost got me too. <laughs> and look, I know plant-based eating is the new wave. Yeah. So that might have had something to do with convincing me to try it. Okay. Also, there's a little detail like the fact that people on the commercial consistently said it tastes just like a regular Whopper. Well, that's what they're supposed to say. <laughs> nah, nah, that's that's not cool. <laughs> man, somebody lied. Because that does not taste, I mean, I repeat, that does not taste like a regular Whopper. How did it look? Did it look like a burger? Yeah, I mean, everything looks straight. Okay. So, I'd just like to take this moment to thank Burger King for blowing my whole mood on Thursday. Oh, man. But luckily, my boys in green took a nice little business trip up to Lambeau Field, did what they needed to do, and got up out of there with that W. That was a clutch, clutch win, and uh, like I said, was... Probably wasn't the first episode. This is actually a good team, so 
they should win games like this. Even though you know, from a you know, from far, you know, a couple of the week, a couple of weeks coming out, they say, oh, I don't know, they might lose this game. They're they're actually a good team. They should be able to beat other teams that are like either on the same level of them or a little bit. They're a good team. They're a yep, solid yep. team, and they got the win. Mm-hmm. And not not to say it was easy, but you know, they made it look. They, they were they were pretty much thorough throughout the whole game. With a couple of exceptions of them penalties and everything like that, they were thorough. And I, when I watched, well, yeah, I was watching the game. I was kind of someplace else, but I was going back and forth and watching it. They were pretty. Uh, it, was, it was a good game. It was solid. And real quick, before we get into that Eagles talk, fast forward to two days later on Saturday. Yeah. Sometimes when I happen to have some extra time, in addition to the podcast and my regular nine to five, yeah. I'll take Postmates deliveries okay. to make a couple extra dollars on Saturday. Someone happened to order a regular Whopper from Burger King, okay. but they weren't home to accept the delivery. And it's a policy of Postmates that if you're delivering food and the customer isn't home and you wait five minutes, you can take that food and you can keep it or you can throw it out. It's really up to you. So, you know, ain't it funny how things work out? And I didn't even trip too hard when, you know, I tried the Impossible Whopper and I took a few bites, didn't like it. I just threw it away. But that just goes to show you sometimes things work out somehow. And I'm a firm believer in things greater than us being at work. It's just a little funny mm-hmm. in this little world of ours. But uh, anywho, we're going to get into our, our Eagles talk for the day, a recap for that Thursday night game. Just trash the Impossible Whopper. Right? <laughs> yeah, so. nah, nah. Forget that Impossible Whopper. <laughs> Unless that's... That's, if that's how you get down and that's the taste that you're looking for, do your thing. But if you think that it's going to be like a regular joint, you just eating a little healthier, nah, it's not going that way. Okay. Not exactly. So, uh, you was talking a little bit about the Eagles Packers just now. Um, yep. I personally uh, would pick up my uh, feelings about the Eagles Packers game in the second quarter because things in the first quarter was a little rough for our guys. Yeah. It came out to a, a little bit of a slow start, but in the second quarter, I'm hoping they can turn that around sometime in the season because it's going to be important to start coming out a little bit quicker. Like, yeah. You don't want to come out behind every game. No, that's, that's, just, how, that's how they play. That's, uh, that's in their agenda. All right, we're going to get down 14 and then we're going to ball out. That's how we do. That's you know script. what, though? You know what, though? I can respect that. Just as somebody that reps for the away team, and, you know, at some point in time, I'll get into explaining that a little bit deeper. But um, back to that second quarter, Miles Sanders caught a kick return, um, and he, he got a really nice return on that. And I feel like the momentum um, – Based off that, they followed up with a touchdown pass to Alshon Jeffrey. Um, You know, special teams, if if you're thinking about it, back to the year when they won the Super Bowl, special teams played a really important role. They was killing things on all three aspects of the football, offense, defense, and special teams, getting punt returns, getting kick returns to get you short field. So, you know, that's something that I'm really on the lookout for this year is if they're going to be able to pick that up on all three aspects of the game. Yeah, yeah, the – they were everything was cohesive. Uh, only thing that um, I mean, even the corners played well. Corners played real, real well. Um, despite you know being down like what two or three guys, um, the, uh, the, the line was actually getting a whole lot of uh, pressure. Not a whole lot of sack, but they were getting pressure on Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, yeah. Defense yeah. actually impressed me, even though they, they were like, they were shorthanded. Like literally, like if the next guy, if another one more guy went out, they was about to pull them out the stand. Stand. That's how yeah. thin <laughs> they were on defense. But they, you know, they 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 maintained and they did they did real well on. Um, on uh, Thursday night, I was I was kind of impressed. I was like, "Wow, this is, this yeah. is really good." The, the, the defense is actually you know showing up. Because, it, you know, one, one of the goats, the Aaron uh-huh. Rodgers, the goat. Definitely, definitely. And it's crazy you just gave that compliment to the cornerbacks because my next point was going to be about Russell Douglas yeah. in the second quarter. Uh, Green Bay was in the red zone and he got a really crucial stop against Devontae Adams on a touchdown attempt. 
yeah. um, which turned into a Green Bay field goal. And that followed off with Mason Crosby kicking the ball on the kickoff out of bounds, yeah. which turned into the Eagles starting off at the 40. Mm-hmm. And uh, that drive turned into them uh, taking the lead with a touchdown, 14-13. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't like Wolves. They kind of like mixed about I like Russell Duck because he's a bigger guy, yep, bigger yep. corner. Uh-huh. Now, if you're running Pat, now if you get him against a smaller receiver, he's going to get run past. He's going to get beat. But if you get a receiver that's around the same size as him and he keeps everything in but he keeps everything in front of him, and if a receiver catches the ball in front of him, he's going down. He's t- he's tackling him. You know what I mean? I think the only kind of times he missed a tackle, somebody bumped into him. Like I think in that game against Dallas last year, somebody bumped into him, and then the guy got cut for it. But mm-hmm. he's, he, I think mm-hmm. he's a solid guy. He's not yeah. a shutdown corner, but he's I think not. But he's he's serviceable. Is what he's going to hold his own. He's hold his own. Yeah, he'll he'll get an interception now. And yeah. so he's a good uh, what they call like the second the, the, the number two corner, exactly not a number one corner. You know, yep. like that we were talking last week about uh-huh. shutdown corner. He's a good you know secondary. Corner, you know, big guy. He'll tackle and uh, he, he'll make plays. He'll play. Through, he'll play through the ball for receiver. Catch the ball in front of him. He'll play through them and yeah. get them down the ground. He'll miss too many tackles. So exactly. I respect exactly. how he plays the game. He's he's, yeah. he's pretty good. So then, the very next drive, the Eagles were able to hold firm uh, during Aaron Rodgers' attempt to draw them off sides just yeah. before the two-minute warning. Mm-hmm. I he felt was, like that was pretty big. He, uh, was, he was doing it. He was trying to do it early, and he did it early a couple times in the, win, the first quarter, right? And then the yeah. second, was, from there on, Eagles weren't buying it no more. So uh-huh. That's really, really, as I said, the defense really showed up this game. Yeah. And then directly after that two-minute warning, yeah. Derek Barnett gets a sack fumble on Aaron Rodgers, yeah. which turns into an Eagles recovery mm-hmm. and a Jordan Howard touchdown. Yeah, yeah. They, they, these are two people that Eagles, a lot of Eagles fans been waiting for. Like, when are these people going to, like, when is Barnett going to be that that, that premier pass rusher that we took in a, you know, top 15 in yep. the draft two uh-huh. years ago? When is Jordan Howard, who y'all traded for during the offseason? When y'all going? And they both, at the same time, both of basically showed you why, you know, they were, you know, that they were, they were sought at. Sought, sought after so the yeah. pass rusher you know with, with Derek Barnett and then you know just give the ball to Howard he's a good he's one of those guys you give him 10 12 carries that's when he's going to get off if you give mm-hmm. him like six seven carries he's not going to do anything but yeah. he has to get double digit carries to gotta be give effective. him space to get busy yeah, yeah. He, he, he he got off he, he's he's a good player real good player good player in Indiana and he's a good NFL back he's yeah, really good yeah. he's yep. solid he's solid mm-hmm. so directly after that unfortunately the defense did give up a touchdown just before the first half going ended. against Aaron Rodgers that's going to happen exactly <laughs> and we went to the half 21-20 yeah and that was cool that was cool we came out in the third half it was a whole new game mm-hmm. whole new slate everything was clean yeah. and uh, that second half the Eagles really represented and showed up yes they did they definitely did show up um, it was like I said the, the second half was really really like you know it, 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 was, it was just all around just a, just a good game good game, good game to watch I, I really you know enjoyed it they, they, they stayed they stayed to the run they did not throw any passes to, to Aguilar which was probably <laughs> the most best game they said listen no he's out of the game we he's just gonna be a decoy this season. he can't afford to even throw the ball <laughs> even near him so that was really really good game plan they threw it to Alshon Jeffrey who was probably like ah, he's probably like 30 or 40 percent but he knew he had to play this was a this was a must win game Mac Collins had a few catches no. uh uh, Ertz had a couple catches, but yeah, and Carson didn't really have to do much because he had so much. He had short field the whole time. Yeah, I think exactly. one of his better games of his career, even though he didn't throw for like over 300 yards, something like that. And he had a very, very good, solid game. Didn't make any um, mistakes. Only problem that he probably had was that last pass on. Uh, uh, we threw. He had Alshon wide open. He kind of yeah. over. He kind of threw it more to the sideline as opposed to you know giving let, letting Alshon use his height get the ball and that would have closed the game out. But like the defense came through at the end on um, Aaron Rodgers. 
Well, you know, sometimes you just need your quarterback to be steady. You don't yeah. need him to throw over 300 yards. Yeah. You don't need him to scramble for four touchdowns. He was fine. He so was fine. He, he came through and he, he, exactly he did what his thing. To do. He didn't kill it. He didn't yeah. lose him again. He did exactly. exactly what he was supposed to do. And that's what I'm saying. When you have a steady quarterback, you don't have to worry about You don't have to worry about anything. You know Went to Green Bay, handle their business, yes, and they coming home two and two. So going into week five, I'm feeling a little more confident after that, that victory over Green Bay. Yeah, and then you also get the extra couple days, you know, to get people, you know, get people healthy. Yeah, I think they yeah. signed another cornerback uh, the other day because they were depleted. They signed an Orlando what's his name? Skandrick. Skandrick. So they brought him back in. But Former Cowboy. Yeah, yeah. So they they they, they got to get healthy, though. They got to get healthy on um, the defensive line, the secondary, and the receivers got to get healthy, too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe D-Jack will come back. On, I was just um, about to say, hopefully. Week five, you yeah. know, maybe uh, Alshon. Even though he didn't play, he played maybe 75, 80% of the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can, you know, get, get himself together, you know. So they, they got to um, – they got a couple days to get everybody right. So Yeah, yeah, yep. definitely, definitely. So moving on to these 1 o'clock games from today, um, the Browns really showed up today, putting up 40 points against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Nick, they only had one catch. Nick Chubb, had a, Nick Chubb had an 88-yard rush for a touchdown, which is the longest so far this season. Yes, he did. He was out. Really good back, man. And uh, they, they kind of lock things up a little bit in the NFC North. And to be honest with you, I think it's going to be between the Browns and the Ravens. I think uh, we're going to get to Pittsburgh and, and Cincinnati. Are, are in a you sure? Bit, the other team, you sure? The 0 and 4 team, you sure they're not going to come back? And <laughs> are, are you sure? Well, they, they're 0 and 3 right now, but we're we, we, we going to get back to who's that. On, who's 0 and 3? Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I thought they were 0 and 4. Nah. 0 and 3? They're, oh, they're so 0 and 3 right that's now. That's right. We are in week 4. Sorry, y'all. I'm, yeah, yeah, the 0-3 team. They got to worry about them. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, our our undefe- one of our un- undefeated teams on the undefeated watch, the Kansas City Chiefs, were able to pull out a very close victory against mm-hmm. the Detroit Lions, 34-30. The, the, we got to call them the the, the new the, the the tough Detroit Lions. They played everybody tough this all year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not and, gonna be uh, that pushover like they have been a couple last couple of years. They they got a real uh, a solid team, a nice defensive line. Some pretty good uh, uh, defensive backs. So, yeah, Detroit's yeah. going to be a tough team this year. Yeah. And the Chiefs now have 11 straight wins in the month of September. Wow. Yeah. Andy Reid's always good for getting off to a good start. It's, it's, it's December that we, in the January, you got to worry about Andy Reid. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, moving on to a, a, a game that uh, probably wasn't big on your list, but had some pretty big fireworks. Uh, the Giants against the Redskins. The Giants jumped on the Redskins and uh, won 24 3. Yeah, that was an easy victory. For the Giants, yeah. New personnel, new quarterback, new running back, and uh, it was business as usual for the Giants. They just beat up on the on, on the on the dead skins, is what I call them. They, they they didn't do nothing. Daniel Jones looked not bad. He was all right. And in, in in you know one of his few starts of his early career, he threw a couple interceptions, but he also threw a touchdown. Yeah. And uh, Wayne Gallman looked really good, but we're gonna get back to him a little later as well. Yep, he did real good today. Yeah. Uh, another team that got pounced on uh, that Taylor has <laughs> put on his uh, poor watch for the season. Stinker list. Yeah, yeah. The, the Chargers blew out the Dolphins 30-10. to 10. As they should. Austin Eckler had two touchdowns, so if you happen to start him today and not get uh, bent up in that situation where Melvin Gordon was coming back, you benefited. He didn't have to play. He had another bye. He was on the sidelines. You know, they need him. He was... He was- he was ready to go, but they, I mean, really, against the Dolphins, you don't need nobody. You can, you can play your second stringers against the Dolphins and win by 20 points. <laughs> yeah, the Dolphins are, are not really yeah, trying particularly hard this year. Terrible. So moving on from that, these 1 o'clock games, we're going to get into the top five. Okay. Uh, and our top five this week is going to be our top five tight ends 
so far going into this season. Or up to this point, I'm sorry, in the season. So I'll start with mine and then tell you can get into yours. Okay. All right, Doug. Uh, so being that I've been giving a big pat on the back to the uh, Baltimore Ravens so far this season, season kind of touting their team and their defense, their offense has been playing really well as well. So my number five guy is going to be Mark Andrews. Andrews. I like Andrews. So far this season, Mark Andrews has 19 receptions for 235 yards and two touchdowns. And this is not including anything that he did today. This he, is prior to the day. He scored today. That's beautiful. So that's up to three touchdowns. Yep. And, um, you know, I said previously that I'm not really big on the younger guys, the rookies. But as far as the tight end position goes, I place uh, a special importance on that position. Because if you can happen to have a tight end who's good, who can block, who can come out and catch balls, who can be consistent, who can really do well for your team, that kind of gives you an advantage over the defense because now there's somebody extra that they have to account for in addition to wide receivers and running backs and obviously a quarterback if you happen to have a Lamar Jackson who can get out and scramble, that's to your benefit as well. Yep. He's, like so, a, hybrid. he's a hybrid receiver too. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, he's in, in line with the tight ends. He's, a, he's basically a, another big receiver out there. He's a real, yeah, real good player. He's going to get better as, as the years go by. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a good pickup for Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So at number four, I have Philly's own Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz has 24 receptions so far this season for 255 yards, and he has yet to cross over into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're still looking forward to that. Uh, him and uh, Carson Wentz, I really like. I feel like have a good connection, yeah. and uh, it's only a matter of time before he gets there. Yeah, he's been doubled a lot too this year, and he's still getting off. So uh, if you're getting doubled, that means people respect you. So uh, no. if you're getting doubled, that means you're a, a top echelon receiver, which is something that Eagles haven't had in years. And now it's a tight end, and he's getting doubled. Like yeah. man, that's that's crazy. So he's he was getting doubled a lot in the uh, pretty much the last two games. He was getting double teamed, which is crazy. So yep. And like you were saying, hopefully over this extended period of time, a guy like Dallas Goddard can take this time to get back healthy, so he can get back to being the threat that he was. Um, and like you said, Jackson as well, because more people to go out and catch the ball is only going to benefit us. I don't know about no Dallas Goddard. I mean, a lot of people like him, but uh, I don't know. He's, he's a little suspect to me. But that's, well, that's, we, that's, that's just my hate and opinion. We shall see. That's that's to be yeah. determined. I hear, I hear too much about him for somebody who ain't done nothing. Go ahead. So moving on to number three, uh, we got from the Raiders, Darren Waller. Okay. Uh, it's another young guy that I put on my list. Um, I like him a lot. I actually have him in one of my fantasy football teams. Uh, he has 26 receptions so far this season for 267 yards, and he has yet to score a touchdown as well. But I think he has the possibility and ability to uh, develop into a security blanket for Derek Carr if Derek Carr uh, happens to get extended time in there in Oakland. Yeah, he's another former receiver with the tight end. So uh, he's got receiver skills. He can move out on, you know, be an X or a Y receiver yeah. or be in line, you know, with a tight end usually. At, yeah, he's, he's really uh, – he, he's made Raiders uh, offense this year mm-hmm. go, even though it has, they haven't moved too much. But, uh, yeah, he's 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 respectful. He's a, he's a good tight end. You know, I mean, went through a lot of substance abuse a couple of years ago. They they think they documented on a hard knock this past year. Yeah, yeah. Of, you know, going through something. But he's back, and uh, he's on a team that actually, you know, needs him. And he's um he's had a really good year this year. Yep. He, he's a bright spot. He's taking the best yep. of another chance that he yep. was provided. So mm-hmm. I can only salute that. Yep. Number two, uh, we're going to go out to Kansas City and, you know, a, a, a familiar name to this list, Travis Kelsey. Okay. Uh, so far this season, he has 17 receptions for 284 yards and one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's he's always going to be a, a, a solid candidate to go in a list for the top tight ends in the league, I would say. Yes, 
smart dude. Uh, he had a lateral play today, so he caught the ball, knew he was going to get tackled, saw LaShawn McCoy cross his face, pitched it to LaShawn McCoy, and LaShawn McCoy got an extra 25, 30 yards, something like that. So he's just not a, just a tight end just trying to get the stats. He said, yo, listen, I'm trying to win. So he's yeah. a really smart uh, smart uh, tight end. Like I said, he only has one touchdown this year. Mm-hmm. The team is 4-0. So exactly. he's one of these guys that can uh, – he, he can explode at any moment. You gotta you got you gotta watch over him. He's one of these guys that do get double covered, but they st- but Patrick Mahomes still throwing the ball. He'll still catch the ball. So yeah, he's got Travis that big Kelsey, frame. He's a beast. And I think he's this is his three. He's got three or four straight uh, thousand yard receivers in the past three four years. So he Jeez. was doing it with Allen with uh, Alex Smith. Yeah. Now he's doing it with Mahomes. So it don't matter who's throwing it to him, he's gonna get off. So uh, Travis Kelsey, he's a beast. He's been doing it for the past five six years. He's a beast. So coming in at number one. Uh, this guy actually has the top amount of touchdowns uh, along with my number five pick. Uh, and for him, we're going to go up to New York to the Giants. And it's going to be Evan Ingram, uh, yep. who's a guy who's uh, been on a lot of people's radar since he came into the league as a rookie. He was a guy who I believe, like you said, was a wide receiver in, in college. Uh, another and wide receiver. one of those hybrid guys yep. that transferred to being a tight end and was able to really take his skills over there. Yep. Uh, he has 23 receptions so far this year for 277 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the fact that the guy Daniel Jones is really starting to, um, I don't want to say look great, but he's looking like he can be someone who's a step up from Eli, which is important for the Giants at this point. Don't take too much to be a step up from Eli. That piece <laughs> of junk. I'm so happy that his he's on the bench. If his last name was was Abdul Muhammad, they'd have been got it. But since his last name is Manning, they're going to give him all the chance in the world to be a garbage. He's terrible. So thank God that they just pushed him out to the to, to, to pasture, and they got this new quarterback throwing it to Evan Ingram, who's now starting. To, he's going to probably have a really good season this year. Like I'm looking at it right now. He had a couple catches today. So as long as he's getting like six, seven, eight to ten targets a game, he's 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 going to get off. So last year he got a kind of got a. Got, got, got caught up got, got started kind of slow then yeah. he got hurt but then maybe the last couple weeks he came off and did real well so this year clean slate no Eli Manning to, yeah. even, to even stink up his his stuff and no Odell <laughs> Beckham you know the clog things you know, up clog things up he's gonna have free range to do anything he wants to do and like you said he can go from in line out to be receiver tight end all, he, he can do it all he's a, he's a really good player yeah and in a couple of weeks, he might get a little bit of a benefit because Golden Tate should be coming back from suspension. Comes back this week, yep, right after. Okay. Uh, so as soon as week four ends, one o'clock, whatever, two, or whatever the last game, then all the suspended people can come right back to the stadium and you know start practicing. So, there yep. you go. That might help him too. Take a little bit of the yep. uh, attention away from him. Mm-hmm. So Taylor, what you got for your top five? Uh, my top five, uh, some some of the uh, usual suspects you just said, but I got a different number five, and I, okay. I'm, I'm gonna go down to Atlanta, and I'm gonna go to Austin uh, Hopper, Hooper, 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 Hooper Hopper. Yeah. yeah, I like him. Uh, he had like ten catches today. I, I gotta check the stats. He got off today, and he's one of these guys. He's not fast, he's, but he he looks like a tight end. He's about six foot five, you know, 240, 250 pounds. But yeah. He catches the ball. He, you know what I mean, he, he's he's pretty much uh, be, become uh, his uh, um, uh, Matt Ryan safety valve. So, safety blankets are important yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, he had a bunch of catches last year, and this year he's kind of doing the same thing, being the safety valve. Yeah. And uh, Austin, I think he's very underrated. There's a lot of people that didn't even draft him in a lot of drafts. He might still yeah. be available in some people's leagues. So. Might be. Might need to hit the waivers if your tight end situation is a little shaky. Yeah, I like him. He's uh, he's he's a really good good player. Probably not going to be a guy that's get put up Travis Kelsey. 
close to them, but he's always going to get, you know, he's he going to get to seven or eight targets a game. He's okay. going to, uh, he not, not not a really guy that, that drops a whole lot of balls. So like he'll he'll be respectable. Players. He's a respectable uh, tight end. I like him. Always okay. steady Eddie. Okay. Uh, my number four is actually uh, uh, Evan Ingram from uh, okay. the New York Giants. Okay. Like I said, uh, a little bit of a smaller guy, but he's very, very fast. Yeah. He has some, um, he has some above average hands. His hands could be a little bit better, uh-huh. but uh, he can go from receiver tight end and he could be in the backfield i actually seen him hand the ball off to him uh, this is last year so oh wow he's a uh he, he he's one of these multi multi-dimensional tight ends that they can you know use in all kinds of ways and i think this year if he doesn't get off this year naturally definitely gonna just explode so uh, he's a really 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 good player and the giants pretty much got i mean they've been tight in heaven for the past years which beautiful shocky and come on man they always get tight in so yeah. Ingram is just the next one in line so. okay okay yep uh, my number three, and that, like I said before, Old Faithful. I'm gonna go all the way down to Carolina tomorrow. Hey. Greg Olson. Greg Olson. Greg Olson does, but he can catch the ball. Okay. And uh, he's been Cam Newton's safety blanket for the past almost what ten years now. And uh-huh. uh, he's a really good player. Had some injuries the past couple years, but he's always he's always there. He always runs runs very very good routes. And anytime Cam Newton is like has to bring the team back, he'll throw about six or seven ball to Greg Olson. Next thing you know, okay. they'll win the game. So I like Greg Olson. Been Love. doing it for years. Old Miami kid, love. Uh, right. He was in Chicago his first couple. Years, they weren't using him right. As soon as he goes to Carolina, he starts picking up thousand yard seasons, and right. going to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. So Greg Olson is a guy I like, and uh, probably goes. Right. Like I said, a little bit older, but you know uh, he's he's a good player. Still, yeah. still a solid guy. Still solid. Yeah. Uh, number two is uh, Zach Ertz, uh, Philly's Philly's own Zach okay. Ertz, and uh, yeah, he he's a beast. When I first when they first got him, I didn't like him, but <laughs> no, you didn't like him. But no. didn't he come out of Stanford? Listen, you got to yeah, yeah. He came out of Stanford, yeah. But yeah, you got to yeah. prove something to me when you first come in, in the NFL. I, I got you. I thought he's kind of soft, but the last yeah. couple of years, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's stayed on the field. I think he last year he played all sixteen games last year, so had his first thousand yard season last year. Had set the rookie, uh, set the tight end record for uh, tech catches last year. Uh-huh. So he made me, you know. Respect him, and he had a really good game in the Super Bowl a couple years ago too. And he stretched out, and, yeah, and he uh, caught that game winning yeah, touchdown, that, right? Yeah, exactly. So he got my respect. I mean, like you gotta, you, I, I just don't like you off the. Oh, you're this, you're a first round. Yeah, you, you, gotta you, prove you it gotta to earn me. it. You, yeah, gotta, you gotta, gotta prove earn it. it. And he earned it, so I'm gonna complete. One was it one eighty three sixty whatever it is one eighty <laughs> yeah one eighty he's a around player. on that one yeah yeah he he's solid so well, I like you know him. they say the best ability is availability yeah, so him being available. there all last season yeah. is very important yeah so I like Zach Ertz he's he's he's, he's always going to be there he's always going to get six to eight to ten catches a game and uh, he, he's a good player I, I respect him okay and of course number one is uh Travis Travis Kelsey he's, Travis Kelsey he's he's a beast man he's man he's whew, man he's a game changer he's a game changer he can run. Uh, he got some really good celebrations. I mean, <laughs> he does it all, man. Like they line him up a receiver too. Uh, I seen him go up against number one corners and still get off. Yeah, I mean, so Zach, I mean, not excuse me, not Zach. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he's a beast, man. He's one of these guys. He might have two catches through the first two quarters, and then you get to the end of the game, he'll have like nine to ten catches for 140 some odd yards. He's just like he's one of these guys. You think you have him shut down, all of a sudden he'll just he'll just break out, and then you'll just be like, how we let that happen? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a beast. He's a sleeping giant. Like once he starts getting off it's it's don't matter who the quarterback is he's, he's gonna get his number so he's he's a beat that's he's my number one I like, I like watching him play too i can appreciate that i like your top five that was yep. that was good this week mm-hmm. good collaboration yes, sir so uh we're gonna get into just a, a quick uh maybe a couple thoughts about tomorrow's monday night matchup uh between nfc north's pittsburgh steelers and the cincinnati Bengals. both teams are 0-3 
and there's really not much to say here. Yeah, when you got um, a donut, there's nothing to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, obviously, somebody's going to come away from the game with a win unless they tie. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping things that can turn around for these teams. I just I don't like to see teams be down like that. I mean, obviously, you got your teams like Miami and, you know, teams that just kind of concede the season. But Stink up the joint. Yeah, yeah. But you, you got to be competitive. Like, you got to fight. Yeah, Steelers. Especially in that AFC North. Steelers had their window. Sorry, I said earlier ago. the NFC North. I meant to say AFC. AFC, yeah. They had they, they had they, they had they, uh, window a couple years ago. It's yeah. closed, man. It's a wrap. Le'Veon's gone. AB's gone. Uh, I think they had to trade for a tight end this week. You know what I mean, Ben's stretched out. Yeah, Ben is. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. Ben's out. You know what I mean, the defense had been first. It was good. Then it was bad. And then it was uh, you know. So Ben had to outscore. So they, they yeah. lost their window, man. I mean, it's it's a wrap for them. I, yeah, this is gonna be a tough season for them this year. Yes, it is. And then coming on tonight, on Sunday night, we have New Orleans, uh, who is two and one, squaring off with the Cowboys, who are three and out. And that's uh, it's funny. Last week, I think it was last week, last uh, episode, Taylor said that the Sunday night is like the new Monday night game because the is. Monday night is kind of like trash right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that Sunday night game looks like it might be kind of live. Yeah, um, that's gonna be a good game, uh, Dallas. Um they pretty much had a, a, a sweet schedule the first three weeks, but now that they get their first test, yeah. but they get their first test against the Saints without no Drew Brees. So you might be like, oh, they might have four easy easy games this week. Yeah, but, yeah, we'll uh, see. The Saints defense is actually, you know, they, they're, they're pretty good. They've been getting to the quarterback. They still got Marshawn Lattimore we talked about last week. Uh-huh. Uh, they got some good uh, defensive backs. They still got Kamara, who's a beast. Cause now he just yeah. want to get the ball a little bit more. Yeah. And uh, But you're not going to see too many deep balls because Teddy B, don't, they, well, they don't, they don't call him Teddy Checkdown for nothing. Yeah, you know I mean? So, well, you know what? He's one of those type of guys that if he can just come out this week and yeah, be solid, yeah, be serviceable, be solid. and mm-hmm. do what he needs to do to win the game and not lose the game, yeah, New Orleans might be able to come he out will, with a dub. He, he will do that. He won't lose the game. He'll keep you in it. You know what I mean? But no, nothing's going down the field past 25 yards. So <laughs> everything's going to be right in front of you. So Hell, that, that might play to Dallas's advantage because now they can sneak up. Uh, those they got really they got two really really beast linebackers, uh, Van gotcha. Van and Urch and uh, Jalen Smith. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's really just a really good matchup for Dallas. I'm I'm thinking Dallas probably wins tonight, probably. Well, salute to my boy Cooney at work. You know, maybe we uh have something to talk about tomorrow if the game tonight is good. Yeah, it will be. It'll be it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. So uh, moving on from that Monday night and Sunday night discussion, we're gonna get into a little bit of fantasy football talk and a guy who really hit a milestone this week and uh, might have turned some heads, surprised some people who didn't really think he was gonna do a whole lot is Frank Gore who, uh, after today's game against the Patriots, hit 15,000 yards for his career. Old man Frank. And the next person up on his list to catch is uh, my favorite running back of all time, exactly, Barry Sanders. So uh, that's uh, s- salute to Frank Gore for that fifteen thousand yards. Frank Gore with the with the torn ACLs and <laughs> well, he had them in college. I think he had one reason. He's just been a steady guy. Uh, he's he's been in the league forever, man. Yeah. He had a he had a hundred yards rushing today. He's Thirty six years old, like this is crazy. Like we talked about Vince Carter last week. <laughs> yeah. We talked about Frank, pretty much the same player. He's been on like a thousand teams over yeah. the last five years, but he just won't. Re- won't retire because he's still really good. He's, he's a, got more left in the tank. He's got a whole lot left in the tank, man. Uh, yeah, a lot like Carlos Hyde down in Houston. Who? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's all over the place too. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, but Frank Gore, he's been playing forever, and 
he might be he might he might be able to play next year. I mean, he's he look, he looking pretty good. You know what I mean? So yes, yeah, to Frank Gore still out here balling. You know what I mean? Still contributing to a team, not just picking up a paycheck. He's out there taking the brunt of those carries and you know getting it in. Yeah, yeah. You know they're dealing with a little injuries, uh, a couple of injuries. I'm sorry in the backfield at Buffalo. So um, you know Frank Gore is really stepping in and, and being that veteran presence and being solid for them. And although they weren't able to translate that to a victory today, uh, they were looking somewhat respectable before. Allen went down and Matt Barkley had to come in. <clears throat> yeah, that was that was it for them. Yeah. So uh moving on from that, we got uh, also a guy who turned heads today, uh Wayne Gallman, uh who was available this past week, but will probably be getting scooped like Hagen dies after his performance today. Mm-hmm. Two touchdowns today for uh, Wayne Gallman, a Clemson guy, huh? Well, yeah. That? yeah, and uh, he did what he, <laughs> did what he was supposed to do today. Came there they in, go again, Clemson he, popping up. He did fumble, but I think when he fumbled, it was the game was already far, are already gone. But uh, he had a real good, solid game today. About sixty some odd yards rushing, you know, mm-hmm. receiving touchdown. Yeah, he just, I mean, you don't need too much to beat the Redskins. I mean, so I think they took him out after like the third quarter or something like that, put somebody else in. So yeah, solid game for Wayne Gallman. Yes, yeah, filling in for uh, Saquon. Who's some uh, pretty low names who are hang- uh, sticking out to you as far as fantasy football goes, Taylor? Uh, there's another old faithful, another former 49er. Vernon Davis is out there because I'm hearing that Jordan Reed might be, you know, <laughs> retirement. And since the Redskins are going to be throwing a whole lot to get back in the games, yeah. take a fly on Vernon, Ver- Vernon Davis. I mean, he might get like six or seven, eight looks you know what I mean, in the game yet. So take... Take a, take a look at Vernon Davis. I did see Vernon Davis try to hurdle somebody like either last week or two weeks ago. And was, he did hurdle somebody. Of, Eagles. No, he tried to hurdle somebody <laughs> and it, 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 it was ineffective. It oh, didn't work oh, out they for flipped him. him. Oh, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> he, he, and whoever it was stopped short. But, uh, you know, that just shows that he still got a little bit of spring in his step, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. he's, he's going to get some targets. He didn't do much today. But if you need like a tight end, you know, because tight ends are pretty, they're just, I mean, if you don't have a good tight end, in the, in, the, in the fantasy league this year, yeah. you're, just, you're just done. You the drop off is pretty heavy. Drop off is like just literally like four or five or six guys, and after that, you're just you're just scrambling. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so he, he might be a good guy. He might be want to look at too. Okay, is uh, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, let me see. Anybody else? Mm, let me. Let me. Let me. Actually, you know, I thought about somebody. Uh, it was uh, a couple days ago. I thought about him, and uh, he's actually still available too. Who's that? In a lot of leagues, and we're gonna go with. Uh... Got a long pause. My fault, brother. <laughs> nah, you good? It's, uh, it's a little bit of build up. We'll call it. Uh, Royce Freeman. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Royce Freeman. I actually just picked him up yeah, yeah, yeah. in my league a couple of uh, days ago. Uh, I'm looking Freeman. forward to that because uh, somebody actually tried to trade me Philip Lindsay today, and I was like, nah, I'm not really believing in that because all I'm hearing right now is about Royce Freeman being the 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 movement that they're going. Yeah, Royce Freeman. Uh, he's a he's a back, and there's another back too. Uh, we're gonna go. I'll, I'll go Rashad Penny too. Okay. Because uh, Chris Carson fumbled like three games in a row, and yep, they did yep. take a first round pick on. Um, Penny. Penny. So eventually they do want to get him in. He was out today. He didn't play today. But don't be surprised if he plays this coming Thursday because the Thursday game is a little bit more of an importance of a game when you're going against the Rams. So they gotcha. might be holding him out this game against the raggedy uh, Arizona Cardinals to yeah. save him for the uh, for the se- you know for the game on you know a short week against Thursday. So but that's back to back division games. Yeah, yeah. So you might see him uh, play in that in that in that uh, Thursday Thursday night game. Hopefully have fresh legs and uh, get him in there. So if you see him in the fridge, just pick him up. You might. At the stash for a little while, but maybe like around week ten or eleven, they might give him the ball, and he, he just might take it, take you know, take it and just go with it. So Rashard Penny, 
uh, who else I said, Royce Freeman and uh, Vernon Davis. Those are my kind of guys that you know you got. They're still available in the right. league. Go and grab those guys. You know, stash them, and then maybe like week eight, week nine, I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me just put them in there. I got a couple bye weeks with, with a couple of my good players. Let me put those guys see what they can do. So, yeah, those are my three guys. Yeah. I'm telling y'all, if y'all listen out there <laughs> and y'all get down with fantasy football with me. I'm pretty good. I know a little bit. I do pretty well. When it comes to this dude Taylor and the finish football, he he knows what he's talking about. So I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just all right. So moving on from the football, last week uh, we did talk about boxing a little bit with the fight coming up last night between Errol Spence Late and uh, Sean Porter. Yeah. Uh, I actually fell asleep before the fight started. I'm ashamed to say, but uh, I missed it. <laughs> Brother, it was late. It didn't pop off till after midnight. So, uh, oh my I, goodness! I, I, you ain't you and like a, a lot of the people they missed it too. It was a late night fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, I heard that it was a good fight. It was a tight fight. Tight it came fight. down to the end. It went to the cars. There was no uh, knockout, but there was a slight knockdown in the eleventh. Spence yep. uh, hit Porter, and he he went down. His glove touched the ground, so that's technically considered a knockdown. And uh, I heard that that was a lot of the reason why he uh, ultimately won the fight. What would you say, Taylor? Yeah, uh, when he hit him, uh, Sean Porter was actually, you know, Sean Porter, he moves a lot. So what happened when he, he hit him in, in mid-range, he was about to hit uh, um, Spence. And, you know, uh, Spence snuck him. And then it was just, it just stunned his whole thing, knocked off his yeah. delivery, and he fell. And his, and his uh, he didn't fall, but the gloves touched the ground. Gotcha. He kind of almost took a knee. It's a knockdown. So they went to the back. And, and But that, that I think that knockdown kind of like shifted it because I think one of the judges had it. Um, actually, no, the judges were, they were kind of, it was split. Somebody had everything for, for, for uh, Porter, and then somebody had it all for um, Spence. And yeah. I, and I think the guy who, I think it was like 115, 113. Or he was a little closer. A little bit closer, you know what I mean? But gotcha. that was the right decision. I could see how somebody had, like, normally you watch a fight, and you see how he got it. But I could see if somebody's watched the fight, they could see how Spence, uh, Spence could have won or how uh, Porter was winning. So I wasn't yeah. mad at the split decision. And, uh, you know, he, he, yeah, he, he, I knew, I had a feeling it was going to go 12 rounds because both of these guys, they're both pretty much, I don't say similar fighters, but their the styles their styles kind of match each other, and I knew that Porter Porter's never been knocked knocked out, so I knew it was going to mm-hmm. be a a, a a really good a really good fight. This is Spence's very first you know real chance at a really good you know veteran fighter that's been around the, around the block a little bit. So okay, it was a good fight. Spence looked good. Porter, I I, I got respect for him. It was Definitely. it was a good. He came out gun blazing the first two or three rounds hey. just throwing all kinds of punches at him. Uh, you gotta respect Spence. that yeah yeah and uh, he did a whole lot but a lot of the punches that he was throwing um, uh, Spence was blocking so uh, it, but it was a good fight and Spence just just, just waited just waited stayed in the middle of the ring and then snuck him and then that's pretty much you know and then after that as a matter of fact the, the round before that Spence started to come back so, gotcha, uh, gotcha. it was a good tough fight for Spence and Spence gave him all the, re- the respect at the end of the fight it was a good fight it wasn't no no, no craziness there was no, no controversy it was Spence, Spence won the fight may have been like 7-5 for some people you know 7 rounds for uh, Spence maybe 5 for Porter but yeah it was it was very very close and uh, you know they might they might do a rematch you never know but he's got so many other guys that can um, you know that he can fight that he can fight that welterweight division that 147 so uh, I don't know if they'll do that fight particularly again yeah. or he might move up to a Pacquiao or a Terrence Crawford everybody wants to see Terrence Crawford so we'll see well you know what I'm glad that it was a good fight yeah. I'm glad that Porter represented and you know mm-hmm. it wasn't like 
an easy fight for either side. No. And, you know, maybe just maybe I'll catch it next week on HBO on the replay. Catch it online. <sighs> Usually when a fight ends, like, let's say fight ends at 104, 105 is already on YouTube. <laughs> you, can, you ain't got to wait for HBO. Or, yeah. That's like HBO don't have fights no more. Um, But you can go online. Oh, no. Oh, dang. No yeah. more HBO love. Yeah, they stopped that. All right. Beginning this year. Yeah. So you, you can find, like I said, you can find online. Every, it's everywhere online. Well, I'm happy to tell the people out there that if you uh, like top five, we got a little treat for you this week because we have a top five part two for this episode. Okay. So our top five part two uh, is going to focus on NBA, uh, and it's going to be the NBA players that we believe have something to prove this season. Yeah. Uh, training camp for a lot of teams starts in two days on Tuesday on April. I'm sorry, October first. Everybody starting up this. I think everybody starts this week. They already yeah. did the media days this past couple days. So you see guys in their jerseys and all that stuff. They doing interviews. So it's coming. It's coming, folks. NBA is back on deck, and I'm very excited being a fan. Yeah. So getting into my top five of players who really have something to prove to me this season. Mm-hmm. Number five, we're gonna start with Zion Williamson. <laughs> He's the number one draft pick, as a lot of you know, out of Duke by the New Orleans Pelicans. And, uh, I mean, in my own opinion, he came into the league with a lot of hype. A lot of hype. A lot of excitement, a lot of just do, but also a lot of hype. A lot of hype and no position. <laughs> he's like he's like the undersized four, Yeah. but he can't play three because exactly. he's not going to guard a three. Yeah. So... I'm really uh, interested to see how he's going to be utilized and used this year. Uh, And he has a pretty talented and young nucleus of players around him with the Lakers trio, Hart, Ingram, and Ball, alongside with Jackson Hayes, who's a guy who just came out and was uh, generating a lot of excitement in the summer league uh, with his ability to really jump out the gym. Yeah. Um, And then they have a mix of some capable vets as well, like Drew Holiday, Derek Favors, J.J. Redick. Yep. so uh, I'm really interested to see how New Orleans is going to do. Mm-hmm. I believe that they can, on paper, have the team or have a team that can crack that top eight and maybe make the playoffs. They probably could. Yeah, they probably uh, could. Alvin Gentry got a good you – know, he, he has a solid nucleus, and they did get a lot for that, uh, eight, the AD trade. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, I don't know. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not hating on him. He's a young kid, but I don't that's, I don't know where he's going to play. Like, are you, are you playing four? Are you playing three? Like, We're going to see. Are you, he's the size of a two, so it's yeah. like – I don't know where he's going to play. I have no no clue. So I'm gonna be interested to see how he, you know, what's he going to do? What what, what what are they going to play him at? How's he? How are they going to utilize him? That's what I want to know. He might get some exciting and electrifying dunks, but yeah. that might be where it begins and ends for that guy. Yeah, we got him. at least this season. I'm interested in seeing that. That's a, that's a good uh, top, you know, uh, number five pick. Yeah. All right. So number four, it might be a little unpopular with you, but uh, it's going to be Hassan Whiteside. Uh, seven foot center who was playing in Miami the past oh, couple yeah, of seasons yeah. and he was acquired by Portland this offseason. I thought he retired. And uh, in my opinion, he has a, a chance to be a difference maker on a team who's been really close to hitting the next level. Uh, the past two seasons, the Trailblazers have finished third in the West. Uh, the difference between those seasons is that two years ago, they got swept out the first round. Uh, I'm, yeah, out of the first round by the Pelicans. And last year, they made it to the Western Conference Finals before they were swept by the Warriors. By the Warriors. <laughs> so the brooms is in common, but mm-hmm. they they made progress as far as the rounds that they were able to get to. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, they, made, uh, they made a little bit of progress. You know, they have the usual suspects back with Dame, 
and CJ McCollum. Uh, also, Nurkic. Uh, I'm not sure if he's hurt right now. He might be oh, coming back hurt. from injury. Remember his leg was dangling in the middle there. Oh, right. my goodness. Yeah, so he broke his leg. So I'm, that's probably why they got white side for it. They brought him in, and then they're going to bring around Nurkic, you know, a little later because his, his crap was dangling. It was dangling. I saw it. It was dangling. It was and I was, I was about to say that, that they just brought in some veteran talent as well and added to the pot with Ken Bazemore. Yep. Uh, they brought in Pau Gasol. Uh, they got Rodney Hood, who was able to escape out of Paul Cleveland. Pau Gasol still playing? Yeah, Pau Gasol like is still playing. And uh, they also were able to pick up Mario Hazonia, who's okay. somebody who people are a little split on. Some people like him. Some people don't like him so much. I think the kid might have something. About time he was like a top four or five pick, so it's either now or never. Yeah. Well, he got out of Orlando, so okay. maybe a change of scenery getting out to Portland where there's not a whole lot of extra curricular going on mm-hmm. can be beneficial to him. Okay, all right, then. So, number three, got Sixers own Joel Embiid. Mm. Uh, he's the starting center, the self proclaimed process, and the most talented player on the team. In my opinion, and I believe that he is in the conversation for the most talented big in the league. Uh, he plays both ways, despite his love for playing behind the arc a little bit. He can get on the block. Uh, he has mid-range game. He makes his free throws. He blocks shots. Uh, he led the league in defensive rebounds and was number two in total rebounds and was number two in free throws attempted uh, and made behind James Harden, who's you know somebody who gets to the line pretty frequently. Uh, he was also fourth in points per game this year. So, uh, you know, I'm expecting and hoping uh, for Joel Embiid to take a step further uh, as far as his production on the on the court, uh, as far as his ability to be on the court and be available, uh, but also as far as his leadership on the team. Uh, something that I looked to that we spoke to a couple of weeks ago was that they brought in Al Horford, who's somebody who a lot of people, especially Sixers fans, would argue has had Joel Embiid's number over the past couple of seasons. So bringing him in, you know, I think can make a difference as far as his progression uh, as a player, but also as a leader for the team. Yeah, Joel Embiid, uh, yeah, I like that pick. Yeah, he's, I, he does have something to prove. He's been quiet pretty much the whole summer. Usually he, you'll see him all over the place, but he's been quiet. So, I mean, he's, you know what I mean? He, he, he's, he's, he's ready. I think he's ready. I think they said he lost a couple pounds. So, I think he's ready. I think he, a big season from Joel Embiid coming up this year. Just hope that means he's somewhere working, taking yeah. this really seriously because he has the ability to be that type of player who's like a generational guy who's talked about for decades to come. He's quiet. He's not simping after Rihanna no more. He's kind of doing his whole thing. So, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's taking that basketball seriously as he should. So I salute to him. Hopefully he comes back this year, you know, you know, ready to prove something. So number two, I got James Harden, Houston Rocket. He's coming into his eighth season with the Rockets, who have won games, and they have been competitive to a point uh, four times in the past five seasons. Houston has finished in the top five in the Western Conference. Twice they were in the top two. Also four times in the past five seasons, they've been put out of the playoffs by Golden State. Uh, With the Warriors (laughs) most likely taking a step back this season, um, you know, my question is, can Houston finally be the team to represent out of the West? And, um, you know, obviously they have the addition of Westbrook. And the question with him coming along becomes whether he's going to be able to coexist with Harden, whether they're going to be able to play well together. I mean, we're a far away removed from OKC. One ball. Exactly. <laughs> it's only one ball. It's only one guy that can shoot it once. So yeah. who's going to pass it and who's going to shoot it? I don't know. So my number one guy, uh, as far as NBA players that have something to prove this season, I feel like should be no surprise, 76 is on, Ben Simmons. Oh, you got 
You put two sixes on the list. Okay. Exactly. He's our starting point guard. He's entering his fourth technical NBA season, although it's his third, third. playing. Yeah. And uh, a knock on Ben, obviously, he won't shoot. We've seen little videos come out over the summer where he's playing in pickup games. He's looking a lot more comfortable shooting. He's looking a lot more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here, Taylor? He's got to be more aggressive, man. You, you have to take charge of the game. You, nothing, nothing's wrong with it. I don't care if you shoot the ball and it don't go in. You have the one of the best rebounders in the game. And, um, Embiid. Embiid. And you have one of the best offensive rebounders in uh, Horford. Horford. So just put it up, bro. Just just, just shoot the ball, man. There's nothing that bad. Like, if you go 0 for 19, I, <laughs> that's, 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 that's fine. As long as you're putting the ball up, man. I think I've seen Westbrook go 1 for 20. Just put the ball up, man. It makes the game go. You have to put the ball up. You can't just run down into the um, – the into the abyss of the paint and then just stop and you just the whole offense you, 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 come on man just shoot the ball man if they're backing off you shoot a 16 18 foot jump you have to shoot threes but just exactly. shoot a jumper man That's at you some do. point you have to be a threat to shoot the ball yeah, once the, once the, once people oh okay he's shooting all right but now we now we really gotta we gotta change up we might have to play zone you know what i mean so just just you just shoot just it just it just, it just the, the flow of the game you have to shoot now i do feel confident in the fact that this season he is going to shoot I hope so. But we shall see. I won't believe it till I see it. I mean, I've seen him <laughs> doing the stuff on Instagram or the shots of him, you know, him shooting. Yeah. I got to see it in the game. Like, come on, bro. That's where I want to see it, too. Yeah. So, Taylor, where's your top five at as far as your NBA players coming into this season with something to prove? You know, our, our, our list is kind of, you know, coincide with each other, but I just got different players. Okay. So, my number five is actually Russell Westbrook. He, okay. He's got something to prove to me. He was in OKC all them years. Putting up triple doubles, winning yep. MVPs, and uh-huh. not going no damn well. <laughs> so now you with your with your homie James Harden. You know what I mean, y'all swear y'all cool. I see y'all in the club, you being all buddy, buddy, butt buddy, whatever y'all doing with the outfits. Yeah, with the outfits and matching all that fugaziness. Like, come on, man. Like, I need you. I need this. Is, this is your, you're on a new team. You got your guy with you. Um, I need you guys to at least you know get to the to the to the Western Conference Finals at yeah, least. Man. Like, come on, man. Like this. Like, come on, dude. Like two MVPs. Under the under the, well, they both thirty years old, so like they're both in the prime of their career. Like, come on, man, I need y'all to like sh- show up, man. So they, he's my number five, man. Okay, he, he's got okay. Some, he's got something. He probably will tell you he has nothing to prove, but he has something to prove to me. You're on a brand new team with the probably the better one, one of the best shooting guards of all time. I looked at his list. I said, dang, he's up there and, and, and scoring already. He just turned thirty. You know what I mean, so you get you you got James Harden with you. you y'all probably make a move. Two MVP in the last couple years. Let's go. As my brother-in-law refers to him, hopefully Russell will show up this season and, and they'll be so. able to make some noise. I'm expecting I got a keen eye on that Negro. Please, I'll be watching him. <laughs> okay, number uh, number four. Yeah, number four is uh, is my homie, uh, Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. He's, okay. got, he's got something to prove. A top uh, two pick. Oh, no. Yeah, two, yeah, two pick. Yeah, second overall pick a couple years ago. Has done nothing but get hurt. You know? Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. You got the raggedy shoes. You, know, you got the crazy daddy. Come on, man! I need you to. So he's he's pretty much saying, "Yo, I'm my individual. I'm gonna be my. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need you to prove something. I don't even know he's gonna, even gonna be the starting point guard down in, in New Orleans, but I need him to to prove it. So he's got a whole lot to prove to me, and I'm still, well, hopefully him hope, getting out of L. A. Yeah, I'm hope I'm hoping so, man. I'm hoping so. I'm, I'm I'm rooting for the young people, man. I like to root for the young people. He came in with a whole lot of hype. He had a busted ass jumper, but now it's time, man. Like you're on a new team, a nice young team. 
a nice young nucleus. You know what I mean? So yeah. You don't have to you don't have the spotlight of being a Laker. Everybody can't be a Laker, but now you're on a, a New Orleans uh, a, a Pelican. Come on, man, let's go, man. Show to the people, even even show your father. Fly Pelican, fly. Yeah, come on, man, let's go, man, let's go. Yes, your, your brother's coming. They, he's the number one prospect. You know what I mean? So let's go, man. That's what I hear. Yeah, my number three. Is a sixer just like yours, but I just got the other one. I just went with Ben Simmons, though. Okay, okay. He has to, bro. You have to shoot. Come on, my, my, my come on, man. I got two light skinned brothers back to back. Come on, man. You got get 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 the jumper together, man. Come yeah, on, man. man. You have to do this. I've never seen a person just come to NBA and not shoot. Bro, At you got to shoot, man. You're, you're you're almost seven foot tall. You have a big wingspan. Come on, man. Let's go, man. Let 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 let's do it, man. You got a whole brand, not a brand new team, but. Uh, a couple brand new players, man. The, the ball, the, the, it's gonna be spread out for you, so you're gonna have all kinds of, of room to shoot the ball. Let's go, man. Let's shoot. You don't have to shoot threes. I don't need you shooting, you know, to thirty percent from 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 the three point line. But I need you to shoot, and I need you to make your damn free throws too, man. Man, take it seriously, man. Come on, man. Let's go, man. Gotta get got your head into that aspect your contract, of the game, bro. You're a two-time All-Star. You're a rookie of the year. You got all these credentials, and you have not shot. So, like, that's why I'm scared. Like, he might not ever shoot because he's got all these credentials. Yeah. I don't have to because yeah. I got all this stuff right now. So, I just want him to shoot, man. Please do it. Do it for somebody. For your sister, your daddy, or whoever. Just, just, just put the ball up, man. Please. Only thing, only good things gonna come out of you shooting the ball. Okay. Sixer, send him up to talk to John Starks for a little while. Well, you gotta talk to somebody, man. Just get the ball up in the air and to the rim, please. I don't <sighs> care if it's a brick. Come on. All right. Number two is the is the infamous Kyrie Irving. Mr. Earth is flat. Bro, okay. you got something to prove to me, bro. You did a whole lot of capping out there in uh, Boston. In, out, out in the one. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, going, you, back, you to going back to Cleveland. You left. You want to go to Boston. You want to be the man. And the team actually went farther with you when you weren't playing. And then when you were playing last year, your team was trash. So you got a whole lot to prove to me, bro. I mean, yeah, you got a ring and all that stuff. And you got your buddy KD. But KD's not here this year. So I need you to, 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 to at least get this team at least into the second. Second second round of, of the playoffs. If you that dude, if you if you come on man, I need you to show up too, man. You, you got a lot to prove. You got a big contract. Let's go, man. You're in Brooklyn. You're supposed to be the quote unquote leader. Let's go, man. Like I'm tired of you just I'm just tired, man. Get your body together. Stop with these knick-knack injuries, man. Get yourself in a hyper hyperbolic chamber or something and and, and and ball out, man. You he has a lot to prove to me, man. He might not like a lot of these guys they're so self-centered, they don't think they got nothing to prove. Yeah. He has something to prove to me. And Come now on, that you Kyrie. mentioned the injuries, early reports out of Brooklyn are saying that he f- suffered a, a partial facial fracture. Oh, Christ almighty. I mean, you just so got he, there, he man. might not even be starting the season oh, with the Jesus. team. All right, well, I'm moving on. <laughs> I don't even want to hear that. I don't want Kyrie just too much for me. Well number wishes one. to Kyrie. Nah. Come number, back soon, baby. Yeah. Number one is a guy that was basically saying, I'm going to play for this team. I'm going to play for this team. Well, now you're there, Negro. You're there. Go and play. With, 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 Le, with, Le, with LeBron You talking about the man With uh, uh, the, the two letters I'm talking about the Brown I'm talking about AD man You're AD. there Let's go man I'm the, you another one He gets nicked up Nick knack injuries too Now you're where you're supposed to be Let's go They, man, they manip- monopolized All or the majority Of last season yes. With this AD trade go Saga Go in there Go in there You're there now You're there with your with Another one of your buddies In LeBron Let's oh. go I need you to show up bro Let's go You Dwight Howard All y'all Whoever's there I need y'all 
y'all should be number one. I mean, I don't think y'all gonna be number one team, but y'all should be y'all should be proving everything. Y'all should be proving everyone wrong that yeah, we meant to be together. Let's go, AD. I need you to show up. You cried. You you, you, you babied your way out of New Orleans, and they actually trade you. I think the team is actually a little bit better than what it is um, with you there. So now I need you to stay healthy. You at where you're supposed to be at, where you want to be at. Let's go. Ball out. Let's and go. And you know what? He's probably in the best position he's been in because LeBron James, as far as his career goes, even though he's much longer in the tooth than he has been previously, but he's in one of the best positions he's been in as well because they took an early exit. Yep. They didn't make the playoffs last year, and he exactly. had a whole full summer yep. to rest, mm-hmm. to, rehab, to rehab, to work on his game, yep. work on consistency with that jump shot. Yeah. All that good stuff, working cohesiveness with no, Anthony no, Davis. No, no playoffs, both of y'all. No playoffs the last the, the last year. So y'all should be fresh. Y'all should come out. Y'all should come out twenty and zero in the first twenty games. I'm sorry, that's what I'm expecting. Y'all come out fifteen and five. I'm spitting on my TV. How about that? <laughs> so let's go. You know what, yo? That, I think that was a good top five, bro. Yeah. So we're gonna go right into the common sense moment, and for the fourth time, we this is episode four, and for the fourth time, we're gonna bring up. A.B. Oh, God. I'm going to let you take over. I'm tired of talking about him. You go ahead, brother. I don't have nothing else to say. A.B. this past Thursday, after all of the shenanigans of the past few weeks and being cut by the Patriots and yep. more allegations coming out, mm-hmm. tweeted, I'm still the best. Why stop now? Oh, uh, you stopped because they cut you. So you are stopped, bro. So I had a discussion with a friend last week. Uh, and our discussion kind of centered on AB and maybe the possibility of early onset CTE. Because <laughs> he's taken some pretty hard shots over his career playing in that NFC North. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it goes. Yep. And he did have a particular game. I think it was last year. Or was it two years ago when they were playing against Cincinnati? He got his clock clean. Like four years ago, four or five years ago. Yeah. And it was not really great after that. Yeah. And just the way that he's been acting so far leading up to this season. Over the offseason It's a little concerning Yeah I mean uh, I had a friend of mine Was telling me that But I just I just need him to, to Sit his ass down Don't say nothing man Just be quiet man Just are you going back To school Cool I think a story came out Today he's suing the NFL, the NFL For trying to get 60 million dollars Oh yeah Sit your ass down He's man. trying to like, get that money Just re- just relax t- To worry about All these chicks Accusing you of just Doing all types of Foul Just just, just, just crazy stuff Yeah Worry about that Get your lawyers up Maybe you might have to Pay some people off You know what I mean Just just, just relax So maybe that's why He's suing the NFL Because he know He's about to pay A couple of these females off So I don't know Oh boy Well what what best wishes To AB No I don't know I don't know about that I, oh, oh, I, I hope things get better For that man <laughs> We'll see But uh, well, yeah We'll see how that plays out Yeah and uh, to end this show, this episode, this week, uh, we're going to flip it back to Taylor, and uh, he's going to give you all his thoughts. So, uh, Taylor, what, y'all, what you got to say this week in T's thoughts? Uh, uh, this is crazy. I went to the Phillies game with my cousin a couple of days ago when I was on the train. Oh, you was there, too? Okay, all right. Okay, he, he was in the building, too. Yeah, I was who did they play that night? Uh, they played Miami. Miami. Okay, okay. I left in the fifth. Yeah, I think we left in the sixth. <laughs> By the time we got to the bar, the game was still going on. Sheesh. And uh, we were on the train, and uh, I'll just I'll just say to some people that got, got on the train, I guess they were homeless, or I don't know what they were. Yeah. But the thing is, everyone in, who was in my group, they were paying attention to them. Yeah. And I'm a type of person, I don't pay attention to people like that. They're like completely, I don't want to say beneath me, but I just don't pay attention to the, to, to, to the, um, to the buffoonery. You know what I mean? So they yeah. were just going crazy, spitting. 
at each other in these, they're talking to and spitting at in each other's faces. It was crazy. Oh my goodness! But the thing is with me, that sounded like that went live. Well, yeah, it was crazy. But I didn't know what was going on because they were behind me. Okay. So I'm a type of person. I pay attention to what's you know. I'm paying attention to my to people who I'm with. Even I just met these people. I'm making sure everyone's good because I don't do a whole lot of drinking and stuff like that. Some of my they were you know kind of drinking already. So I'm a kind of type of person that you know what I don't want nothing hap- bad to happen nobody while they're yeah. out you know trying to have fun. Yeah. And you know the homeless people were just you know they they were spitting. On each other, and I and uh, I felt bad for the dog because they had a dog with them. Oh. <laughs> I felt bad for the dog, man. <laughs> I actually wanted to take the dog and adopt the dog because the dog had oh, the face no. like, "Please save me." These people are crazy. So um, that's just my common sense. But I don't pay attention to people that's just you know they're, they're they're trying to get everyone's attention, but I don't I don't pay attention. So don't don't pay attention to people who's trying to get your attention. Like I don't pay attention to people like that. Like I'm literally I'm literally tunnel vision on who people I'm with. All right, I'm with eight or nine people. All right, we're gonna go into the uh, stadium, we got nine more people. I'm, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. I'm not really worried about some 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 savages getting on the, on the, on a train with with a damn dog and they're spitting <laughs> on each other, talking about uh, the devil. Work. They were talking crazy. Oh, I don't really no. take public transportation like that. Like I used yeah, to when yeah, I was younger, yeah. but it, it, it goes down on public transportation. I've seen it before. Uh, you know, I, being up I'm in New York and Philly, yes, y'all get them people on the train and just trying to they, they, they just trying to make a scene, man. So I don't I ignore people like that. Like if you ignore them, they won't do anything. So. It was it was just a crazy train ride, and I think the people that once we got to our stop, the people who I was on the train, they ran off the train like we can't wait to get off. So, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't pay attention to people like that. That's all. I'm, you know, just just stick, stay on your square. Don't pay don't give no no light to people that's out there just trying to be just weird for no reason. Like I don't do that. That's not me. Don't bite the bait, man. Don't nah, pay attention to the craziness. They, that's all they're doing. They were they were like talking real real loud, trying to get yeah. everyone to look at them. I completely ignored them. That's what I do. All right, man. When that craziness pops up around you, ignore it or pull out your phone and video it. Nah, that's the last thing I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you no free no free uh, publicity. No, thank you. I'm good. All right. All right. All right. No free promo. Alright, alright, so that's episode 4 We appreciate y'all again tuning in to Sleep The Sports Life and Everything Else podcast I'm Mike on the mic Taylor uh, T, appreciate y'all, thank y'all, appreciate it, we'll see y'all soon Alright, alright, don't forget to follow us on Twitter And IG at Sleep is for You That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S The number 4 Y-O-U And subscribe, listen, share, like, comment The podcast is on Spotify Stitcher, Podbean Coming soon to a couple more platforms, but we got that news coming to you as soon as it's uh soon as it's live, as soon as it's going down. So uh, appreciate y'all and uh y'all have a good week. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace out. Peace.